Welcome back to the Photo CEO Podcast, where hosts Megan Mondrell and Frederica Gullickson teach you how to build your photo business by listening to your intuition, taking empowered action, and embodying the photo CEO mindset. Welcome back to the Photo CEO Podcast. We have spent the last 15 minutes trying to find something that we can have a debate about. We're wanting to start a new series, a would you rather series, and maybe in the future there will be somewhere we do agree on which one we would rather have, but we thought that it would be kind of silly for the first one. We're just like, yeah, me too. (laughs) So we've been going back and forth and trying to find something that was really applicable to you guys, but still something that we are have like a differing opinion on. And apparently we're pretty in tune with each other and we would usually want the exact same thing. Um, so why don't you kick it off by asking the question? Asking the question. Okay, let me see if I can remember it. So <laughs> would you rather would you rather work on your business full time and not have any money coming in and struggle to meet, make ends meet for the first year? but eventually be successful or would you rather work full time and only have a few hours a day to work on your business and it have it take a little bit longer for you to be uh, successful in photography? Yeah. And my answer is, and like have done this in the past, I'd rather be flat broke, but working every hour that I could on my business. Why? Why? (laughs) Yeah. For me personally, I am somebody who is motivated by money, like lack of money, but also having lots of money. I like, I'm just, I am somewhat of a money motivated person, but side tangent, which I think is really funny. One time I had a settlement, a settlement money, settlement money come in from a car accident that I had. And it was like five grand. And I could not for the life of me get in the car and drive down and pick up the check for some reason. So like I am money motivated, but like just being handed money doesn't really motivate me. I eventually did pick up the check, but like, I like the achievement of doing something for money, if that makes sense. Um, especially if it's something that I've done for myself. So when I'm in a position where I am broke or am struggling for money, or at least it seems like I don't have money because I've decided to trick my brain into thinking that I don't have money. Um, I come up with some of my best ideas. So that is one of the reasons why I would like to have all of the time in the world to work on my business, but maybe not have very much money. Also, because I think that I have a lot of um, self-confidence and self-trust that even when I first started and had no proof behind this, that I can make anything happen with within two weeks. That was like my thing. Give me two weeks and I'll make anything happen. I'm going to hit the ground running. Just give me two weeks. So that's kind of like my reasoning behind why I would choose that answer. I love that answer. Um, I, for me, when I've done that in the past, my brain goes into such fight or flight that I can't sleep. I panic. I do really stupid stuff to try to make money. Um, I try to like, my things were smart, but, (laughs) (laughs) but anyways, Rick uses the opposing Ricky would prefer to have a job, full-time job, something that pays her, um, so that she isn't 
stressed financially and then working on her business for the couple of hours after that. that yeah. 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 I think there's a, there's like a couple of sides to this. I originally, I was thinking that like you would want to have a job that you maybe don't really like that much, but that, that would motivate me that in the past has motivated me to like work my butt off to get out of that position so that I can continue building my business. Is there a dog, barking? dog barking? Yeah. <laughs> There's a dog in Megan's co-working space. <laughs> We've just found We're just going to acknowledge it and go with it. Yeah. Um, but that's another piece too. If I ever did need a job, because like, for instance, when I was in Calgary and I was not going to survive at all, if I didn't get anything, I made sure it was something that I wouldn't like because I didn't want to be too comfortable or, you know, at one of my past jobs, they were like, you can get a raise if you do this test. I'm like, I'm not going to do the test then. Cause I don't want to get that raise. <laughs> I oh, want to be out of here in a couple months. <laughs> that actually brings up a really good point. Uh, there is a time in my life where I also, so I was hit by a car. Like I was a pedestrian walking through a crosswalk, got hit by a car, got a settlement for that. And the same, I think it was the same week that I got that settlement. My boss at the grocery store where I was working pulled me into his office and told me like, this is like the second time that they've told me how impressed they were with the work that I was doing and how he wanted me to move into the management program so that I could eventually be a store manager. And I think it was in like within a few weeks, I actually put in my notice. It was for a different reason, but I reflected on it after that. And I was like, I am not going down that path. And it's not a bad path to take. I just knew that it wasn't for me. And I also knew that the money would keep me complacent and stay there, even though I knew it wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, uh, yeah, going back to like, if you're going to work, definitely go do that. Figure out what works best for you. But in my experience, working at a job that is not as fulfilling. It doesn't have to be a bad job or a toxic work culture, but working in a place where you know that it's not what you want to be doing every day kind of lights your fire when you get home again so that you can keep working on the thing that you do want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it, it, especially working with my hands and like where I wasn't having to like problem solve or think about things, it opened up that part of my brain that gave me those ideas that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, so I would have all these like brain waves during my job during the day, and then I would go home and I mean, write them down. I never applied them back in those days, <laughs> but I would write them down and I just kept having more ideas and more ideas and just different ways that I could set myself apart and different things that I could try. I really didn't have the follow through in that time at that time of my life, but it's such a good opportunity to like release the stress Mm-hmm. And then let the ideas flow in for me. Yeah. And uh, reflecting, that's also a position that I have been in when I was um, working. And because I've done both, like I have worked um, a job and done my photography business on the side. And that's what I would do too. I would like write big lists of um, things that I wanted to apply. And then I would apply them. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to lean more into like where we are differing on our opinion. So you said that you wanted, like you would prefer to have a job because then it would release a lot of the, the stresses. Do you want to like lean more into that um, and what the alternative would be if you were to go the other way? Oh, I have gone the other way as well. I think that's why I'm so clear on that answer. I have done the thing where I quit my job I was working full-time, I think at the time, was it part-time or full-time? I can't remember. I quit my job, 
and because I wanted to focus full-time on photography and I found it monumentally overwhelming. Um, and I wasn't even like, there weren't a lot of expenses that I had to cover at that time. So it wasn't a big deal on that side of things, right? Because Jeff was, uh, had decided to support our life, um, which we've talked about in a previous episode, but there's this sense of like out of control and like, you can't, this feeling of like, oh man, I'm not contributing to the family anymore financially. And so what happened in my brain specifically at that time was like, I just went into like fear mode Mm -hmm. and, you know, how can I figure this out? How can I figure this out? Rather than uh, coming at it with any kind of strategy or plan. And so, and then mix that with the lack of follow through. It was just like a whole big tornado disaster of like, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to leap because people keep telling me to leap and then feeling like end up feeling like completely um, unconfident at the end of that because I didn't have the character trait yet of follow through of taking action on uh, taking action on the ideas and that was when I was really stuck with like you know fussing on my website making business cards like not doing any outreach or building any connections pretty much whatsoever um, so I think that if you're going to completely leave your job or quit your job to focus full-time on photography you it's a really good idea before you do that to build up that character trait like what you have and what I later developed of following through and taking the actions versus just having an idea and then another idea and then being too scared to do anything about it true okay so one thing that for people to look for in themselves is uh are you already comfortable with follow-through because if it's something that you don't do like self-motivated wise, then it's probably not a good idea to leave yourself hanging (laughs) financially. Um, Would you call yourself a money motivated person or would you say that that's not the, not one of your top external motivating factors? That's a really interesting question. I don't know if I've ever thought about that before. I can, I think I might, I, sorry. I can illustrate some of the things that make me believe that I am a money motivated person. And then you can see if you like line up with that or not. Sure. Um, Because I think that that's maybe another factor. Um, And I have another follow-up question after this, but like when I was younger, I would be so excited about the opportunity to like do a lemonade stand or sell my bracelets that I made or something just to like get some sort of money. And it wasn't because I liked making the bracelets or I liked making the lemonade. It was because I was like, I want to put work in and see money come out and have it be my money. Um, And then also, I guess the other side of it is that when I was in positions where I didn't have very much money, my brain would automatically like click into entrepreneur mode of like, how can I make more money? Um, But I think that those are like my two main things that lead me to believe that I am somewhat externally motivated by money. Mm-hmm. I, both of those things that you described, I resonate with now, but at the time I didn't, yeah. um, which is interesting because I've, oh, I did the whole thing where I like had the lemonade stands. I was like, I had a business when I, I literally started my first business when I was 12, yeah. that wasn't a lemonade stand. Yeah. So it's really interesting that it's like, it's being in that position of like having an idea and having a business, but then not realizing that you have some power and control over putting more money in or like putting in some effort and then reaping a a money benefit from that. I only just came to that realization 
in the last year. And it is a powerful one to like realize that you have these ideas at your disposal. And then all you have to do is put it into action and, and see what happens, right? Like it's not always going to pan out, but like, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. So So, naturally not maybe an externally money motivated personality. No, not unless I'm like in desperate mode, I guess, Mm -hmm. where it's like really but nothing like, really good comes from desperation. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing, right? Like the, the energy that yeah. you put out when you're in desperation mode trying to get money is not somewhere that I want to spend my time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, so because what I'm trying to do here is like for anybody listening and they're like, oh, I don't really know what I would do. Or they're like, I think that I would do this. This is kind of like when people ask, how do I go full time? This is a really important conversation because so many people are so caught up, like you mentioned, in like quitting your job just to be full time. When yeah. in reality, you there are people out there that have multiple full time jobs. You can be a full time photographer and have something part time to supplement your income if that's what you identify as beneficial for yourself. So, um, okay, Ricky was not somebody who was money motivated before. Um, my last question is, are you somebody who like, is time a good external motivator? Because one of the big differences between the, like my side and your side here is that I would have all the time in the world to create what I wanted to. And you would have maybe three, two or three hours a night kind of a thing. So like when you had a deadline in school or something, would you procrastinate until the last minute so that you would like have more motivation there? If you can't see me, Megan can see me. I'm (laughs) nodding my head to the point where it might fall off my neck. Um, Yes, I am so much more productive, so much more focused when I have a tight deadline on something. Every essay that I ever wrote in high school and in university and college and all, all that was done within the last 48 hours, maybe 24 hours or less. And I was always like bang out my best work at that time. Same thing in, so what I ended up doing as like a little hack, if anyone else is resonating with that is I would create false deadlines for myself. So like the, in school, for example, we would have a deadline for this group project, say to be done by let's say June 30th. And I, I, I don't know, I naturally became the leader in a lot of the groups that I was a part of. Um, so I would suggest, I wouldn't tell people, but I would suggest, Hey, let's, because we're in a group, we all have been in these group dynamics before let's make our deadline June 27th. So that we have that buffer and everyone has to have their working by June 27th, not June 30th. Right. So I learned how to like create false deadlines that created more personal responsibility and put the onus on me to follow through on the deadline that I set versus the deadline that I was given, which helped a lot. Yeah. And to get to that point, you have to create some sort of trust with yourself, because if you don't have any self-trust or self-confidence, you can create whatever goal you want. You're like, man, I know I'm not going to do it anyways. Right. So that's an important secondary piece here, but okay. So very time, time motivated, like deadline motivated. So I think like it's interesting is there's no right answer or wrong answer, but if you are somebody who is money motivated and going back to me, I guess, like I, procrastinated somewhat in university and high school, but, um, it was more just like, when do I feel like doing it? It wasn't like consistently doing it right before it was due. It was just like, sometimes I just didn't feel like doing it. And that's the only reason why is because there was a deadline, but other times it would be, Oh, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on this and do a better job. (laughs) And I didn't always do my best work last minute, but if that is you, um, having a job, does put a bit of like a a time restraint on stuff. So then at least you aren't, you know, procrastinating 
for hours and hours and hours, never getting things done, wasting a lot of time um, and that kind of a thing. So that can be motivating to you if you some, are someone who isn't super money motivated. Um, so that's kind of cool. That is super cool. What an interesting observation to pull out of this random episode that we are going to do. So <laughs> if you're time motivated, having a yeah. job is probably a pretty good strategy. And if you're more money motivated and you love like taking action on your ideas to see what you can produce out of it, then going full time as quickly as possible and having that be your thing that you're focusing on is also super cool. That is so cool. My mind is like blown right now. (laughs) That was really cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, I'm missing anything here. I think that the main thing is like for anybody who's wondering, how do I go full time? Obviously there's like other business related things that can help you go full time. But a lot of the time, I think that people are battling against themselves more than anything else. And that's a cool, this is a cool way to hack it one way or another, depending on what kind of person you are. Um, I don't know. I forgot what else I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, I'm literally mind blown right now. Like my mind is empty. I'm just like observing whatever genius you're going to come up with here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. I don't even think there's anything else to say for this episode. I'm trying to think, but I think that we, we've dove dove pretty deep into something that was just a would you rather. Yeah. A lot deeper than I was expecting. I, it makes me curious of like what other things are motivating, like what other main things are motivating to people other than time and money, but those are definitely two major ones. Oh, I was, I was going to say like when I Uh, If you haven't listened to my like story of my photography journey, that's in a past episode, you can listen to that. Um, But for me, I found that when I was kind of forced to quit what I was doing, I realized that the time that I like the amount of effort and time that you put into something is the amount of effort and time that you get out. And that was because I was money motivated and I didn't already have that time motivation. I had to realize that. Um, But the flip side of it is that if you are more somebody who like procrastinates, then that's not the case. The more time that you put into it is not going to be a great predictor of how much you're going to get out because you could put hours and hours and hours, quote unquote, into it, but like probably no traction in the mud kind of like moving through it. Um, So, yeah, very cool that if you have a job then you will be in a position to have those deadlines um, and just know that about yourself too, right? Like if you are um, somebody who is more deadline motivated, like keep that in mind when you're creating your contracts and when you are talking to people about when their photos are going to be done um, in case something does come up where you need a little bit more extra time um, for images, for instance, or for emailing back and forth. But, um, and if that is another thing too, like, having a bit of a time block for when you're off work and when you get home as like this half hour, I'm going to work on this next half hour. I'm going to work on this and then giving yourselves even shorter amounts of time to be able to be like working towards those things can be really helpful. And if you're on the other camp where you're money motivated, having two separate accounts, even if it's still under the umbrella of your personal bank account, um, one for business and one for your checking, personal checking, and only transferring over what you 
need to your checking account will make you have even more of that money motivation because even if you have 10 grand in your business account if you consistently only put in exactly what you need into your checking account you're always going to be hacking your brain to think that you only have a tiny bit of money um and that's what i do so and then you are always motivated by that external motivation yeah yeah, I love that. And when you were speaking about the time motivation, I was thinking the time blocking and putting time li- limits on things also helps if you're someone who is some like me, I self, I was a self-professed per- or perfectionist procrastinator mm-hmm. of all things like those two, they go hand in hand. But also I was thinking like, how could people, cause we've also talked in a past episode on motivation, how you're more internally motivated and I'm more externally motivated. So on my side of it with the time and the deadlines and things like that, that really helps. And so does like making yourself accountable to someone outside of you. So like you were saying, if you are, you're always in communication with your client to let them know when to expect a response from you, you're always going to let them know like when to expect their gallery. So you have to like go out of your way and know, play to your strengths, know your weaknesses and then use that. So like, even in our business, I'll say to someone, we just gave out these free lessons recently to people who responded to a poll. And I said to them, I'll have the link to you within, I think it was 36 hours or something like that. That 36 hours, I was like, okay, got to get this done. Got to get this done rather than procrastinating because I do have a little bit more time on my hands right now. So anything you can do to like hack your own brain hack your own psychology is great that was such an insight on that time motivation and then money motivation and i loved your tip on the bank account trick as well that's super helpful oh i was gonna mention too the um the episode where you go into your whole story just in case people don't know what number that is it's episode 61 so if you want to go back it's all about how like megan's journey from you know going from zero to 15k a month um, which is awesome. So go check that one out right after this episode. Cool. I feel like I've pretty much, uh, said everything I wanted to say in this episode. I am excited eventually for our next, would you rather? And if you guys have, would you rather questions that you want to submit to us, please do, because we had a little bit of trouble coming up with ones. <laughs> yeah. We went through like maybe six of them before we landed on this yeah. one. Cause we just kept agreeing, which it's so funny how often we agree on things, which is great, but we're so different in so many ways. So it's really, I was shocked actually to see how many we had to go through before we found one that we would have taken the opposite approach. Yeah. And if we have a good one from you guys that we do have the same approach on, like, of course, we're still going to talk about it, but because we had different answers on that, that's why I wanted to dig deeper. Cause I was like, there's obviously something on a personality level that is different from us, which is why we're answering it differently, especially because we have both experienced both sides of things. It's not like I chose this one. Cause that's just what I always did. Uh, we've both had both scenarios and liked them for different reasons, like different things for different reasons. So I was like that it's got to come down to something bare bones here. Let's get to it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for your insight. That was, I have to like, go back and re-listen to this. I'm so glad I get to be the one to edit this episode. Um, and thank you guys for listening. We hope that it was helpful, helpful for you. Why don't you go ahead and send us a DM to let us know which one you are. Are you more time motivated or are you more money motivated and let us know. We can't wait to hear from you until next time. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Photo CEO Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the Photo CEO Mindset. Business is ultimately a reflection of you. So if you want to grow your photo business, you have to first grow you. We will teach you how to use things like fear, imposter syndrome, and limiting beliefs to your advantage so that you can commit fully to your business. We believe that when you commit fully to your business and your growth, your business will commit fully to you. Your success is absolutely inevitable, so make sure to come back every Tuesday to learn from our mistakes, get inspired, and take empowered action that will transform you from photographer to photo CEO.